Hello, hello, hello. This is Chad, and you're listening to Zick and Rick. Today we'll be covering Season 2, Episode 2 of The Mandalorian. Let's jump right into it. Zach, just to start off, is Baby Yoda good or bad? Is he evil or is he good? Is he Sith or is he Jedi? Is is it black and white? What, what what are we dealing with here? I I I think he's just like anybody in society. He's uh, <laughs> pushed certain ways by his influences and and his uh, internal instincts, and he could go either way at this point. Um, I don't I don't think he's necessarily inherently evil. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily inherently good either. He's just he's a product of. Everything he sees. So how's that for a cop out answer? That's a that's a very cop out answer. Um, I don't know if I yeah. if I like it. <laughs> so well, let- okay, okay. Well, I will I will start with something early in the episode that does kind of hint that he might actually be good, okay. uh, inherently good. Okay. Um, it's pretty early on in the episode. They're still on Tatooine. They're riding back from um, from killing the crate dragon. They're going back to Mos Eisley. Um, they get attacked by the raiders, um, and they go through the whole scene with the fight and everything. And at the very end, they do the whole jetpack thing, which I thought was pretty cool. I thought that was a fun little, uh, fun little trick. But when the jetpack thing ends, he and it lands on the ground. He looks up at Mando, sees what he just did, and and just gives him a dirty what I'd equate as a dirty look for him. Mm-hmm. Like he he know he knows he just did something wrong. He shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so I think I think he knows what's good and bad, and I think he knows he shouldn't have done that. So I think. I guess a better answer to your question is I think he leans towards good, but he's being shown a lot of bad things. (laughs) All right. So let's just talk about the controversy and quote unquote controversy about this episode. A lot of people are upset with the creators, writers, and all the people involved with the Mandalorian because in this episode, uh, the Mandalorian and the child meet a, uh, a frog, the frog lady, as I like to call her. And mm-hmm. she is the last female of her kind, and she has a husband somewhere else in the galaxy, and she has um, produced some eggs, like let's say uh, 20 eggs or so, and she needs to get these eggs to her husband so he can fertilize them. Otherwise, their species will end. It just If you recall, in season one, the child is fond of eating frogs and frog lady is a frog and her spawn are little frogs so man oh i never yeah i never put that together that's pretty funny yes the, 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 the i didn't put the whole frog thing together <laughs> yoda baby yoda eats frogs and these are little she he can't eat the adult frog but these little frog eggs you know perfect for his his itty bitty mouth so, so, anyways, the she, frog lady's got her eggs in a in a big vat, a big um, jar. It looks like one of those vinegar jars with pickled eggs in it. Um, and her eggs are in there, and Baby Yoda is eyeballing these eggs like he his he's going crazy. He wants them. They the, the thing that I found weird is when he when Baby Yoda goes to. Uh, check out these eggs they play some very innocent playful music and i it, 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 
they do not imply yep. that he's going to eat them. They imply that he's going to do something magical to these eggs to help them, like grow or something. So when he, so when Baby Yoda pops these eggs into his mouth, I shrieked. Like literally, I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I think that's the reaction that many people had. In addition to me, I'm not the only one. I wasn't. I wasn't quite that. I I thought he was going to eat him the whole time. I thought that's what he was going for. Um, <laughs> Um, now what I wondered, cause he used the force on him a little bit at the beginning. I'm like, is he going to shatter this thing? Like, is he going to rip the eggs right through the, the, the glass containers? Like, Oh, that would, that'd be bad. I, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know why that's such a controversy. I mean, it's, it's exactly what you said. It's unfertilized eggs. It's like me going to eat two eggs in the morning. It's not, I mean, yeah, I know it's, but and another it's thing the you, last you said that, of her kind. Well, that's the other thing is I'm not totally the way I took it. It wasn't that it was the last of their species. It was the last of her family. Oh, okay. So not like it wasn't like a species killer. It was more like just you're ending my line. And he didn't eat all of them. There's still like a good 15 eggs in there. All I know like, is so, that okay. So after the after the first instance of Baby Yoda, of the child eating the egg. Mando is like, hey, what do you, you're out of your mind, do, do not eat anymore. And Baby Yoda's like, oh, oh, my bad. Oh, oh, I won't eat anymore. He eats two more eggs, and he gets chastised each time by, Mando, by Mandy, and he keeps doing it. I, I don't know how I felt about that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's a he's a little little kid. He's probably pretty hungry. He's probably not getting fed very well on the on the Razor Crest. Um, he just it's his natural. I mean, it's, it goes back to what I said at the beginning. It's a, it's a little bit of his natural instincts. He's got to eat to survive. He's I still, I get it. He, he's a little kid. I get it, but it's like uh, his parent for you know the only parental figure, the only parental figure he has, the Mandalorian. Is telling them not to eat these eggs, and he and he goes through with it. I, I get it, but I'm also, you know, listen to your parents. Do you know how many times I have to tell my four year old, my two year old, not to do something? <laughs> it's it's not two or three times; it's a million times, <laughs> and even then, it doesn't sink in all the time. So I, it's yeah, it's the fact that he told him to not do that two or three times, and he's hungry. He's still gonna do it. I'm hungry. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, now that that's out of the way, we can we can move on and talk about the rest of the episode, which is not really substance laden, but it's a lot of action. So the the summary of the episode is the Mandalorian is in the Razor's Crest uh, with Frog Lady. He's got to take Frog Lady to her husband. Uh, Baby Yoda is there as well. They encounter a couple X wings. These are. I guess almost like the police officers of the New Republic, and mm -hmm. they want to see basically his license and registration. And the Mandalorian doesn't really want to do that. I'm not entirely sure what type of rap he has. Is he? Is well, they, he? Could they, he arrest him? Is there a warrant out for his arrest? They talk about that at the end, where that when they. I mean, I'm skipping ahead yeah, a little bit, that. but they come back and say that there is a warrant out for him for busting out that. So it's the prisoners from last season. Exactly. So I was going to talk. I'll talk about that a little bit at the end. Was kind of the connection, but 
yeah, he knows he's got like he knows he's done bad stuff. So he's he probably knows he's exactly what he's done, and he doesn't know what they know exactly. So he's like, I just re- would rather not deal with these guys. Okay, makes sense. So basically, there's a there's a there's a crazy chase scene where the X wings are chasing the racer's crest. It's really stunning, beautiful, thrilling. Uh, some of the mo- most genuinely thrilling stuff in the in the series so far. Actually, I was kind of blown away by it. He crash lands on this planet, and they encounter a giant spider, which looks like a mom spider, and all of the spiders brood, and they try and eat Baby Yoda, Frog Lady, and Mandalorian. Um, kind of a nice parallel between Frog Lady and her eggs, and then <laughs> Spider Mom and her brood. Anyways, the, the <laughs> Mandalorian blows all these spiders away with his, with his blasters, Um it's funny because, like, you know, we're feeling bad about, I'm feeling bad about Frog Lady and her eggs, and we're just, like, <laughs> lighting up the spider and spider's babies, which, I guess, circle of life, right? But anyways, right. <laughs> anyways, um, they survive the spider attack with some help from the X-Wing police officer type dudes, and that's essentially the entire episode. They... Mm find their way off the planet, and we're all good, well and good. Jumping right into Easter eggs. Um, I don't know. There's two X-Wing pilots. One of them mm-hmm. looks like Dave Filoni. Was that Dave Filoni? They, yep, that was Dave Filoni. Okay. So something interesting about about the pilots and the connection between the New Republic and, and what we're dealing with here, these guys are looking for imperial sympathizers or the folks who have not broken off from the empire and have joined the republic so this is the first time that i think we've seen um the new republic and them talk about what will eventually be the first order is that so yeah so there there's nothing live action but there are there are books the the big ones are the aftermath trilogy which happened like Basically right after and a year after and two years after. So not quite, this is five years after, so not quite to that time frame yet. Um, that's when they're establishing the, the New Republic and that's when the Empire's kind of falling, but they're also uh, the First Order starting to, the First Order had already started forming. But really the, the First Order isn't taking place out here. The First Order actually all happens out in um, like the, the Unknown Regions because mm-hmm. it's it's a bunch of, basically it's a bunch of ex- empire guys that leave and do that now there are there the factions of empires like cells left over kind of like Mo, um, moff gideon he's kind of in charge of like an empire cell the ones we see in the first uh, season oh, that's true that's true so really this isn't we're not seeing anything with first order yet because they're off in the uncharted people want to say deep deep space but yeah the unknown regions just doing their thing getting ready for 20 30 down years down the road um, yeah so uh, this touches on something that's going on here there is a bit of a moral ambiguity about the new republic because these guys so you know they're they're basically enforcers of the new republic but they're they're not you know gentle kind peacekeepers they're seeking out people who used to be in the empire and it feels like they're trying to squash them like just squash out the the cells of the remainders of the empire so Yep. You know, this is this is not like there's not a clear good and bad. 
with with the New Republic and, and, and the military arm of it. This is something that's somewhere in between. And, you know, <laughs> between Baby Yoda eating unfertilized eggs, mm-hmm. Mandalorian blasting away spiders, and the New Republic officers, we're dealing with a lot of gray here, which is kind of nice to see. Um, not just, you know, fun and games, black and white in, in, in Star Wars land right here. Uh, so given what we're seeing in this episode and the context of the movies, we do know that the Imperial sympathizers with these, these cells of the, of the empire will not get fully eliminated. And eventually they'll either evolve into the first order or team up with the guys that and become the first order. Um, part of me wonders how much of the Mandalorian will cover the lingering threat of what will be the first order. It's something that's out there and maybe they'll hint at it. I don't know if they're actually going to deal with it directly with some um, Moff Gideon. Yeah. So maybe, maybe with Moff Gideon around, we'll, we'll start thinking about uh, what will be the first order, but you know, it's all out there. Yeah. Who, do, who knows what they're going to do. They've, they've got a couple ways to go. Um, I, Part of me doesn't just for just from reading the books. I, I don't really think that's the way it's going to go because really they they do talk about the first order emerging from the unknown region. They've been building up this for 20, 30 years outside of like the reaches of the the New Republic. Um, in terms of Easter eggs, do you have any Easter eggs that you saw that we haven't discussed? Yeah, I got a couple of good ones. So when they get to back to Mos Eisley, back to the the spaceport where they're where she's repairing his ship and she's roasting the meat um, from the crate dragon. They use that old droid from I think it's episode four, but he looks a lot like Wally. At least his eyes look like Wally. He's basically using him as like a roaster. Mm-hmm. That's the only other time we've ever seen that droid was in episode four. So I thought it was funny that they brought him back just to basically be a cooking utensil. <laughs> Next thing I you you mentioned them you mentioned the music already, but I noticed it in the cave. But yeah, it was. I think it was any time he approached the eggs. Yeah, he's um, like, he. It's. It gave me a very much a uh, Back to the Future vibe. It was that. Um, oh. So if you're, because <laughs> I watched, I watched it a second time, and it's like, it, I feel like he ripped that straight off Back to the Future when he put okay. that together. Um, <laughs> the killer spiders. Those just seemed like a straight mix of Alien and the and the spiders from Harry Potter. It felt I, like they yeah, just mashed. I was gonna. Not Harry Potter, but I, I feel like I've seen these spider things somewhere else in canon legends something. Yeah. I they look familiar. Yep. Okay, you you, you So have I was gonna I'll I'll bring Yep, I'm gonna bring that I'll bring that up at the very end. I mean, I, I did think this was a bit of a filler episode, mm-hmm. but I did it didn't really advance the story a whole lot, but it did bring it did bring significance to the, the I, I call it the Bill Burr episode, the, the yeah. prison break episode. Mm-hmm. Between two things, first he kept the droid and was able to. She was able to use him as a translator. That was kind of a cool thing. But also, I think it's hopefully showing Mando that there's karma when he does good things. Good things come back to him because okay. the only reason they came back and saved him is because they went and checked his records and yeah, they busted this guy out of prison. But he he also captured three guys and tried to save the life of a New Republic soldier. So mm-hmm. the fact that the fact that he did that, it came back good on him. So maybe he's, maybe if he gets enough of those lessons, it'll kind of finally get through his thick skull that he shouldn't be a bad guy. He should be a good guy all the time. 
<laughs> but to go back, go back to the spider thing, the only time we've ever seen, and I think they're the same spiders. They at least look very similar. It is from Rebels. It's uh, from season three. They're in, it's called Chopper Base. It's like where they're hiding out from Thrawn in, in season three. And this thing is overrun with these exact same spiders or at least look the exact same. Except those ones are a lot harder to kill. Those ones, like, they shoot them with a blaster and it basically does nothing. So it could be a different thing, but that could be foreshadowing. That since the only time we've ever seen those is in Rebels, maybe we're getting ready to see some Rebels stuff come on. Did you watch the trailers at all? For this season, no. I avoided them as much this as I season. could. Yeah, you can go and you can talk you about them. Get it? Yeah, you can talk about okay. it. Okay, so there's one... There's one particular scene in one of the trailers where they're on a, they're basically in a water planet, which it seems like where they're going. Um, they're on a boat. When you go back and look at the trailer again, you very obviously see the frog lady with her egg she's carrying as a backpack. And this is the same episode where you see kind of the, there's a mysterious like woman that's like watching them as they're on the ship. A lot of theories say it's Sabine from Rebels. I mean, the whole point is he is looking for other Mandalorians. She is a Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And there's also been all the rumors that Ahsoka is going to be in this at some point. And if again, from the, the finale of Rebels, Ahsoka and Sabine are together at the end of that, hunting the galaxy for Ezra and Thrawn. So it could be if that is Sabine, it could be Ahsoka's right behind. So that's one theory I liked is that these uh, these spiders are foreshadowing the upcoming introduction of some rebels characters gotcha. so we'll see if we'll see if it actually happens it's just me being a nerd and hopefully hoping that it actually does happen oh i'm i am sure they're giving you some fan service ticklage they know you guys love that yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't first viewing i did not love this episode i was like oh man this is just total filler all the way mm -hmm. second time i liked it i liked it more um then i always have to remember if um I can't, I think, Chad, you may know what I'm talking about, but whenever I think of filler episodes, Dave, I mean, Dave Filoni's always had them. He's had them in, in uh, Clone Wars, he's had them in Rebels, but whenever I think something's filler, I always think back to Space Whales, <laughs> and that was that was one of the worst filler episodes ever, and it ended up coming back that that's what they used in, this, in the series finale as the, kind of the, the final savior, so... Who knows? It could just be a filler episode, but it could mean a lot more. Yeah. So the, the thing about filler episodes, if they like, I actually like this episode because I just thought it was, I got an emotional response out of it. I thought it was exciting. I thought it was thrilling. I was a little frustrated because I do like the, the continuation of plot, but I've gotten used to, I know what the show is now and I'm not upset if it's not giving me, you know, the serialized content that I usually prefer so but i I've, I've become accustomed to it but i thought this episode was was just exciting so it it didn't matter to me whether it was filler or not i knew exactly what it was as soon as they gave us frog lady they, they the only downside to these filler episodes is that there's only so many episodes they can do in a season or that they will do in the season because these aren't right. cheap so it feels almost like dragging of the feet like why why do these filler episodes if we only have eight that we're going to get right right it feels it almost feels like it's going to be and i think that's pretty much how the first season was too it's about 50 50 it's like four to five episodes are going to really advance the story and the other ones are going to be more used as character development which i think that's what this mm -hmm. this episode was intended to do was to sh show Baby Yoda as doing good and bad things, as the Mandalorian being a good role model, and also for 
things paying off for his past good actions. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a character development episode, but it's just interesting when the character development only happens between two characters. So last year, John Favreau wrote one, two, three, four, five, six of the eight episodes. And this year he's written uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of the, the eight episodes again. Um, uh, it, it, he has his creative grip on the show. I'm surprised. This, I mean, some of this feels like Filoni. But did you notice that who the director was of this episode? This is Peyton Reed, right? Yeah, Peyton Reed. So he's he's new yeah. to the series. This is the guy who uh, Peyton Reed is is the director of Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp. He is a comedy writer or a comedy director mostly. So. Maybe he was yeah. pushing for Baby Yoda to be a little mischievous. Yeah, might be. I, I, I remember seeing he was going to be a director. I didn't know he directed this episode before we before we watched it. I was surprised because I thought his episode would be more more lighthearted and comedic. Okay. Not, this was kind of this was kind of a dark episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had its it had its couple humorous moments, but I mean it was I, I do remember thinking when the 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 whole emotional response thing you said when they're in the cockpit he just uses flamethrower to like get the last little bit of spiders out and they're all just taking over his ship i i was like how is he gonna get out of this it's just like i i'm like i was kind of dumbfounded i'm like how are how are they gonna pull this off uh i mean the x-wing thing was i guess was a decent answer i was just like wow this is really they kind of got themselves in a hole here yeah i i had a feeling that those guys are going to come back and save them. I was hoping it wouldn't be that simple. It wasn't going to be a, you know, dos ex machina type situation yeah. where they just come in and uh, save the day. But, you know, it move things along, move things along. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, but but move things along. But I also like the fact that the first episode was long, where this one was, it, I don't think it was quite as short as some of the ones in the first season, but I think it was probably what thirty five, forty minutes. Yeah, it felt. It, I don't know if it was, it hit forty, but it felt short. So they, I mean, I, they could have used a little, a few extra minutes, kind of fleshing some things out, make, making things seem a little more believable. All right, Zach. I think I've gotten through all my notes. Any any uh, last comments or thoughts on the episode? Nope. I think it. I think this was a decent episode, but I think it's also setting up for. Now that we're moving on to, it seems like the water planet that was shown in the trailer, I think we're moving on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is Chad and Zach for, as, as Zick and Wick, signing off. Mm-hmm.